Hi, I'm Nikki O'Brien and this is Quintessential Being. This podcast is a heart-driven passion project of mine. It's about sharing stories, journeys of self-discovery, giving you actionable tools, shifting perspectives. It's about bringing you anything and everything that will help you understand yourself, love who you are right now, and deepen the connection with those around you. So thanks for joining me and let's jump in. I never quite understood the power of connecting with like-minded women until after I became a mum. It kind of forced me to reach out for support, uh, to create that circle of support and through stumbling my way through that, I've definitely cultivated different connections with women from all walks of life. I think we as women have long recognized the value of coming together to share, talk, laugh and cry. In our very makeup, we are creators. We are makers of family and home. And I think recent generations have lost the sense of ritual and healing that comes from the honor of sharing simple things. Historically, the time of the new moon was used by women to reflect rest and support, physical and energetic cycles, an opportunity to hold space, learn and engage with our elders and celebrate our female uniqueness. So I was recently honoured with the opportunity to interview Imogen Bailey, an Australian actor and television personality, regarding her passion project, The Women's Circle. Women's Circles are an ancient support network making a huge comeback as we recognise the need for connection, moving from a space of competition with each other into collaboration and confidence. I hope you enjoy this one as much as I do. Imogen Bailey, thank you so much for joining us on Quintessential Being today. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I'm really excited to be here. I love talking about these things. Firstly, let's start with what is a woman's circle? So a women's circle is an ancient ritual. It's something that we've done since the dawn of time. It's basically coming together and sitting in a circle and the circle is a symbol of equality. It's a symbol of a time of ritual and um, when things are held in confidence. And it's, you know, it's a very tribal thing, but it's also something that you'll find throughout pretty much all religions and throughout history that this is how people would come together in a time of equality to either sort out problems or to share or to create together and it's it's very much about creating a space of connection. And why do you believe that it's so important for women particularly to, in today's age? Well I think that we've come into a time now where we're taught to have a very individual approach to things. There's Mm, so much self-help things going on and, um, you know, so much coaching into make yourself a better person. Uh, And it's all very introspective, which in some ways is great. But I think that I'm a real big believer in that saying of it takes a village that I do believe that um, you know people it's proven scientifically proven that when people come together that it releases oxytocin it's better for their health you know together we 
thrive and alone we survive. So um, that's why I think it's really important. And, and I think also when did we stop supporting each other? Mm. That is such um, a brilliant question. And I totally, it's like we've lost, we're more connected than ever technologically, but we've really lost that sense of community, haven't we? Yeah, I think we have. And I think a lot of it as well is because, you know, the there's so much going on in the world right now. There always has been, but never before have we been in a time where we have so much access to it. And of course, media, I think now is in, at a time when they really hype things up. They have to in yeah. order to compete. So I don't hold that against journalists because I know, you know, just like everybody else, they're trying to get paid yeah. uh, to survive. But I, you know, I think that we are in a time of, you know, people are paranoid and anxious about what's happening with mm. the environment, what's happening with the economy, what's happening with, uh, you know, my local sh- shop where I usually go. Is that still going to be there tomorrow? What's happening with real estate? So there's so many um, question marks and there's so much fear that we really are becoming more and more about ourselves and our own survival, which in some ways is understandable. But I think we have to remember that when we, that, you know, that saying that, uh, you know, that I said before, which is that when we come together, we thrive and when we're alone, we survive. Yeah. And you mentioned their fear. And I think that is such a huge, like you said, theme of life at the moment, and it's always in the back of everyone's mind. So what is it do you think that's um, about women's circles that particularly bypass or um, over overlay fear? Well, I think that it's it's just a natural thing that we need um, for our health and our well-being. We need to have cross-generational stories. We need to have, feel the support of like-minded women. We need to learn from each other um, and then support each other. And in supporting and serving each other, we feel better about ourselves. So I think it's, you know, it, it's a positive thing for our self-esteem. It's a positive thing for confidence. And it's just a natural thing that we actually really, really need to do. Like we didn't always live in houses with walls and fences between us and our next door neighbours. Um, and, you know, I think that's the the thing that's really missing uh, in our lives today, that it, it's it, people actually have to carve out time mm. to make sure that they're connecting with other people, right? Because yeah. if you don't purposely do it, you won't. Yes. That is something that just clicked then. Wow, yeah. I, I have been in practice of doing that. I don't know, for maybe one or two years, but I never actually, I guess, consciously realized that, yeah, you really have to do that in order to, um, like you said, find that self-confidence and connection. Yeah, well, I think the, the the flip side of it is that if you don't, and if you're, you know, if you're listening and you're, and you're, um, someone who's, can relate to this. I'm an introvert, extrovert. I don't really like like those labels, except that they do help me explain parts of, of, of how I am, which is I'm someone who I really like to be around people, but I'm also very introverted. Yeah. And so I um, can't, I'm somebody I could spend a whole week on my own, um, you know, reading and writing and doing creative things. And then I kind of realize, oh, I haven't had contact with anybody else. Um, it's important that I do. So I have to actually get make sure that I get myself to do that. And I think lots of people um, are like that. 
But the thing that we don't talk about a lot is that actually being around people, other people, and connecting and sharing and serving each other is really, really important for our mental health. It's really mm. important for our well-being. And it's just really important for um, the community as a whole and, of course, to set an example to children. Yeah, totally. So how is gathering in a women's circle different to getting together with your girlfriends for a wine and a chat? Well, I think it's in t- it's very intentional. So it's mm. driven by this intention uh, to support. It's driven by the intention to take time to relax, to recharge, to switch off, of course, from, uh, you know, all our devices and to, uh, to reset. And, you know, purely by that intention and by the, the, the ancient ritual, which, you know, when you look at things um, that have been working since the dawn of time, and there are many of those things, but when you look at something that is tried and tested and proven to work, uh, then, you know, I always think that's a good thing to gravitate back to. And I think lots of people uh, are now looking for, you know, organic and natural solutions are, are very buzzwords at the moment, right? But yeah. wherever you can find those um, the, those simple rituals or those simple things in life that work is returning back to them so I you know I I think it's that I think it's that it's just a very natural thing for us to do and it's intentional and where it differs is that we are now in a very hyper competitive culture and we're in a culture that we're trained um by these platforms that make a lot of money out of us uh, to give feedback, right? So we're trained to do likes and and love hearts and write comments on things because that keeps all these platforms and the businesses that rely upon them going, which don't get me wrong, I think that social media is good when used um, for the right purpose. But because we're trained to do that, we're in a culture to do that, it means that when we do sit down and have coffee or you have a wine or you have friends that are over for dinner or something, the first thing that we do, usually the thing that we lean upon is, again, giving that feedback and it's almost like giving likes and advice and comments and opinions on things the same way that we do in social media. And it's it's not necessarily healthy. Um, it's, it's, it is, and I do believe it, it's a cultural and a time thing, that it is possible to actually intentionally spend time with people and not give them feedback and advice. Yeah, like we tend to go into fix-it mode, don't we? If yes. someone's going through something that's difficult for them and especially, you know, obviously if, if it's a friend or family or um, loved one and you love them dearly, you you just want to fix it for them. So women's circles are different in that it's intentionally doesn't give, it allows just that space to for it to be heard without any advice yeah. or yeah so we set boundaries and we have we have rules um the same as as there have been rules in this uh, ancient tradition since the dawn of time and and that is that you know you speak with intention you listen with attention and I in all my circles and and not everybody's going to be the same but most people that do women's circles will say we have a rule, which is no advice. And so it's also that thing that we, um, as women, you know, we're such, and, and lots of men do it as well. It's if you have the personality to be a nurturer that you want to say, oh, that happened to me. Yeah. And let me tell you what I did. And, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it absolutely worked. And, 
And that is where, um, you know, it is, you know, I think that we need to make changes in that it's the support of coming together um, and the support of being as one and as a community, but still ha- maintaining that everybody is a unique individual with individual needs, with, you know, uh, things that need an individual and holistic approach that are not necessarily going to be the same yeah. as how it has been viewed. And I, and I just think it's a habit. It's a yeah. habit that, um, you know, I, I don't like to kind of single out the genders, but unfortunately, especially women do. And I, I'm a woman, so I can say that we do do that. <laughs> and we do it out of love, but like you we said, do. sometimes it just, um, yeah, I guess it also is taking away that um, sense of personal freedom and ability to trust in one's own self. Like that's what I'm getting from that. When you yes. offer advice, that person who's receiving the advice then thinks, oh, I'm not capable of fixing it myself. And it, you know, can strip us of, uh, that can strip us of confidence and self-worth. Yeah, it definitely can. And it's also, if you think about it, those times when you have been caught in those conversations and you know when somebody starts giving advice or when even if it comes from a good place or when somebody is um, saying, you know, that happened to me, how very quickly it can turn into a gossip session. Yeah. And if it turns into a gossip session or it turns into a session of, you know, these are the horrible things that happened to me, how quickly we get caught in that vortex of negative discussion. Mm. And it, and sometimes it's purely, I, I think, that it, it's purely entertainment because it's something that we're used to doing mm. um, and, and, and it is very difficult to either sit in silence or to really listen, um, to listen from a place of purpose without a, an intention, without actually thinking what am I going to say next. Yeah. Um, you know, so being, it's, I mean, look, it's, it is a buzzword at the moment, mindfulness and, and being present, but they are things that actually do really work. Um, and, and you'll find, you know, if you take a few deep breaths and sit in conversation with someone from a place of actively listening and being really present, that your whole body calms down, mm. your whole body. Mm. So can you give us a bit of an idea um, about what to expect attending a women's circle or how they flow? You talked about obviously there's boundaries and certain things. Can you just give us a bit of an overview? Yeah, well, I also – so the other thing is is that we're also creating a space for creativity, for stimulating conversation, for interaction, for connection. So uh, the modern uh, application, the ancient ritual is to sit in a circle and to share and to create. And the modern application, because we do live in such a busy world now and people do require an experience that has a beginning, a middle and an end, is to for a facilitator to program that experience. So the circle will have a theme, the circle will have activities where everybody can be involved and everybody can make discoveries or create things and we have a really juicy, uh, intelligent conversation and sharing and we just accept each other. I mean, it's the one mm. thing that people are really longing for today is just totally. to be accepted just as they are. You don't have to be anything. You don't have to be wearing anything particular. You definitely don't have to be wearing a flower crown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just have to come as you are. If you're in your track pants and your Ugg boots, that's fine. If you're also, if you're in your Gucci jeans, that's fine. It's just however you are and from whatever walk of life you're from, 
and whatever age group you're from is that every individual is important in creating the circle and we learn something from each other just by being in the presence of each other. You mentioned flower crowns there. So I do just want to ask, what if you're not into the woo? Like, do you have to be spiritual at all? Is it only for spiritual women? How do, you know, sort of normal, busy career, nine to five women fit into the women's circle um, model? Yeah, look, it's it's definitely not. I think (laughs) some people do think that it is a, you have to be super duper spiritual and, and, um, you know, right into the woohoo side of things. And not that I'm saying that I wouldn't be at that circle. uh, (laughs) Me too, babe, me too. (laughs) But I also, you know, I think every woman has her own version of circle and I have taught people who've taken this into corporate and I've taught people who've taken this into schools, into hospitals, um, working with people who've got addiction, mm. uh, using it as a mother's group tool and um, or using it in fitness as well with personal training groups and, and all sorts of things. So the thing is, is that circle is, is a tool and then what gets added to that is each group's or each facilitator's or each scenario's um, ingredients and then you have a, have a unique circle. But it's, you know, it's a, it's a tool that's also used, um, you know, I've just recently taught a group of men who were amazing and um, and so it's it's used with men as well. It's, it's not just women, it's also used with mixed groups. But there's something about that universal symbol of the circle when I think everybody's at the same eye level, there's nobody that's more special than anybody else and you're sitting across from each other and then you're you know um, doing activities and things together but this is something that it's so community and it's so connected and it's just so accepting and also by setting this intention of this being a safe space where people can uh, you know bring anything to the table that they're feeling at the time and that that's okay uh, that that's you know that's what you're creating is you're you're using that tool, um, which sounds very simplistic and truly it, it is is that tool and that symbol of the circle, which is a universal symbol for equality. Mm, and sometimes you know simple things aren't necessarily easy. I think simple things are always um, they just tend to be definitely uh, one of the best best paths to follow but yes. also can be really difficult because it is so simple and our minds like to overcomplicate stuff right we do we absolutely do <laughs> we absolutely do and you know isn't that why you know things like this that are so um simple and natural is that it does take a long time for us to come back to yeah but thankfully we are there we are there Marie Claire uh, asked me a few weeks ago to do an interview for them about why Circle had become so popular. Um, And I think that's a really great sign and and it's a sign that, I mean, that's a fashion magazine. So we're talking about um, that I I do think that we're starting to see that this is moving away from it. It's not just this kind of secret club for women who are prepared to go topless under the moonlight or where (laughs) – Or dance on the beach naked. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is definitely still out there and happening. But, you know, we're we're coming back to each other and we're Mm. realising that the best support is, um, you know, is from our fellow humans. Yeah. You know, come together and and support each other and and don't be afraid of allowing the support in because I think that's the other side of it is that a lot of people today suffer from learning self-esteem and feelings of unworthiness 
happiness and do find it difficult to connect and have deep friendships and relationships with people and that this is a tool that can really help you to rediscover what it's like to allow uh, human connection back in. Yeah. Is that like a side effect of women's circles if you have trouble? Because I think that's such such an important point Imogen like we really do I find myself guilty of that a lot as a single mum I find it hard sometimes to reach out and ask for support when I really need it um because I don't even know why because your mind goes into story so yeah is that a side effect of of circle that you know it teaches you it's almost like it re-teaches you I can see that it would re-teach you um, that it's okay to ask for support and to be supported to be in that moment of support yeah, because I think we've we've come through a stage of or a, you know a really huge chapter where as women we were taught that if you ask for help you are weak. Mm, yes. Um, you know, and we've really been out there trying to prove ourselves and I yeah. believe that we're at a stage now where we no longer have to prove ourselves. Yeah. So we can all leave that one behind that it's absolutely not a sign of weakness to ask for for uh, help. It's a sign of good health. Yeah. It means that you you know your self esteem and your self worth uh, says that you know you are absolutely enough to uh, to ask and worthy to ask for help and support. And and knowing as well that if you're somebody who's feeling like you need that, that um, if you can be that person in in you know. On your block, if you can be that person that asks for help and reaches out to people, that you'll be setting an example for somebody else mm-hmm. and you also will be bringing nourishment, as cliche and as corny as this sounds, but you will be bringing nourishment into the person's life that you are also asking for help because it becomes this flow effect of, um, you know, connection between two people. So yeah. it's I'm all for we just have to really kind of, tap ourselves on the back and say to, you know, we need to leave that. We, it's not a sign of weakness. It's, um, it's a sign of strength. Yeah, it's being brave. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, before you mentioned men's groups, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I feel like that's also something that needs to happen. So this is sort of like a two-pronged question, I guess. Like, yes. Tell us a bit more about the men's group. And also, how does it benefit the men in our lives by attending women's circles? Well, I think that um, for, for men, you know, obviously I can't speak um, for men, but but from the students that I've had, they're really seeking this as well. Like they're yeah. really seeking connection. Yeah. And they they want deep connection. They want to be able to speak about how they feel. Yeah. Uh, and they need to know that uh, many people are going through the same things that they're going through. And that can be as simple as you're going through a rough patch in your marriage. Yeah. Maybe you've got fertility issues in your marriage. Maybe um, you're not married and you're family's putting pressure on you that that you should be married by now maybe you're not happy in your job there's so many of these things that um you know and and therapy isn't for everyone like Mm. therapy is amazing when when it works but it isn't for everybody and some people need a, a you know a different thing some people need to you know they might go to therapy and also go to a men's or a women's circle so that they can get that 
in-person connection with other people as well. Mm. But it also, I have seen myself with some of the students that I've taught, they've come back to me and they've said, you know, this guy came and he had all this stuff going on and he was really afraid to go and see someone and talk about it. And we all like encouraged him in circle that he, he should and that it was okay. And so I think, you know, that's great. And that, that's, that's really at, um, you know, at the base level, that's what Circle is about. It's like, so what happens is people share their stories and then people don't give advice, but people just encourage them and support them and people come out of their shells or people make decisions. They go, actually, maybe I do need to get some help with that or maybe I do need to get some more support with that. So it's a place of safety where mm. and freedom where people can just be in that space and express themselves. Um, I also think that the relaxation because in so in circle we will usually have an element of relaxation it might be meditation it might not be it might be relaxation or it might be dance or it might be just something that nourishes and nurtures the body and um you know the men really respond really well to that as well so i think you know that that it's so similar to what we do in women's circle um that it's just and it has the same effects and it's just that I do think that it has been more accepted uh as a women's space yeah and that I'm I'm really loving uh seeing some men out there um you know leading the way and there's definitely you know there's men who've been doing this for years and years and years but um and and some really great ones in Australia um but it's kind of been a under the it's like underground it's not yeah. really uh in mainstream so we're hoping to see it more in mainstream I think there's been some great initiatives like the men's shed that yeah. have really you know opened it up for um men to also have these places of relaxation and recharging totally I think it's yeah like you said I just think it's so important and you mentioned um cross-generational stories a while back can you highlight the importance and the value from those you know different generations yeah well I think the thing is is that um you know for the older women and you know men as well but the older generation that the way that it it used to be if you if you you know do your reading is that basically the grandparents would take care of the children right mm-hmm. uh in the tribe and that was that's about the fact that they tell great stories and it inspires imagination and all sorts of things with with grandchildren but today we've kind of lost um we've lost that where the elderly are you know, we, we love our elderly, but we don't treat them with the same. It's almost like elderly were royalty because it takes a long time to get to that place, to gather all that wisdom, to gather all that experience. And also they're in a time of their life when they need to be heard. And loneliness has for a very long time been thought of as the silent killer of the elderly, right? Yeah. But loneliness is now something that is suffered by all generations. Um, And so I'm all about bringing all generations together but but really like um, elevating our elderly and and giving them a platform to tell their stories and to to give – you know, it's it's not really advice, but it's more, um, you know, just wisdom. And context, context for life, right? 
Yeah, 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 definitely. And and if you um, you know, you put a sixteen year old and a seventy year old together and you watch what happens is that, you know, the the, the sixteen year old really feeds into that uninhibited part of the 70-year-old and the 70-year-old's wise woman or wise man really brings that out in that 16-year-old. And and it's really important and we don't get that enough anymore. Um, mm. And so that's why it's really encouraged to have those cross-generational um, stories happening and to have those groups with different age groups in there so that everybody can be together and learn from those you know we, we were all we all are 16 and 17 at some point and we're all 70 at some point yeah. <laughs> if we get there so we you know we um we always need to be learning yeah we always need to be learning I love that. So how do we go about finding a women's circle? You know, in, obviously there's lots in different cities, but how do we yes. how do we do that? Well, I think Facebook is a great, like I said, social media is, is good when it's used for for um, a good purpose. So social media is always a great place. There's lots of hashtags that you can look like uh, Women's Circle and also looking on Facebook. Um, if you want to learn how to facilitate, you can. I have a website which is uh, imogen-bailey.com and you can always find me on um, Facebook or on uh, Instagram, Imogen underscore Bailey, and message me and I can tell you more about it. Um, But that's, you know, it's looking at your local yoga studios are quite often places where women's circles will be held. And I really encourage you that if you can't find one locally to think about starting one. Yeah. And what are the ingredients, like if you, do you have to go through training in order to start a women's circle? I think, look, it, you don't have to, of course you, you don't have to, but I, I find that um, people who are trained, who, who want, want to do it as, you know, they want to create something and something that they're going to have longevity with. Mm. But what training will help you with is it will help you get organised, it will help you have the tools for programming, it will help you to know how to facilitate a group with confidence and quite often that's something that we need help with. Yeah. Um, and it will help you learn how to advertise and put it out there because it is um, we are in an age where we need to learn how to do that. But you don't you don't have to be um, qualified. Uh, I just think that it, it is a good idea to do because really, if you know how to do it in a way where you know how to craft it, uh, and then you know how to also make a little bit of money out of it, if you would like to as well. That for me, I always think that that means that you'll be doing it for longer, yeah. and that's that's going to be a good thing. And honouring the traditions too, I guess, and the the intention yeah, definitely. behind it. Yeah, definitely. There are certainly skills to be learned. I believe every woman has it within her, but there are skills to be learned and there are also skills to be remembered. Yeah. So lastly, before I let you go, can you just tell us how you found yourself coming to, you know, finding Women's Circle and now teaching them? I've been involved in Women's Circle for just a bit over 10 years now. Um, it was for the, the major part of it was me attending them. And I, um, you know, I suffered from anxiety, especially social anxiety. And I found myself 
living overseas in a career that wasn't working the way that I wanted it to and I felt very isolated and alone and I was introduced um, to Circle and it really changed my life. I found that I was able to connect with people. It really relaxed me. It helped me a lot with my anxiety and it really opened me up to a completely different world um, to what I had been used to and I found the support for me over the years and also um, being in a place of where I was able to tap into creativity and relaxation and things that I just couldn't necessarily do on my own, that mm-hmm. that was something that I, for me, it's kind of become, it's as necessary as eating healthy food and going to the gym. It's just, it's part of my well-being. I need to be around like-minded women that accept me for who I am. Um, and I like participating in you know, in combined circles as well, because I just like being in the presence of people that are open and that are present. Mm. Um, And the teaching side of things, I I became a birth doula and an end of life doula uh, with some of the um, women that I think are two of the greatest doulas in in the world uh, and two of the greatest teachers in the world at at this work. And through being mentored by them, I realised that I had so much knowledge. I'd I'd already been facilitating my own circle for a while and, um, you know, I wanted to put something together that would teach people how to do circle safely and responsibly. Um, So my doula uh, skills, which is a non-medical support person, uh, are peppered throughout the course and then also to help people creatively to learn how to put their own circle together because I've met so many women who had said to me, I don't, I don't know how you do that, like I'd really love to do that but I don't mm. know how to do it and I would say, of course you can, there's a formula to it. It's a tradition and there's a formula and this is how you do it. And so that's why I decided to put the course together and um, I started teaching it live to groups of women and I did that for a couple of years and then decided to take it online because what I worked out was that even though I think Circle is done best in person with the training, some people work at different pace, some people creatively can kind of put it all together in two weeks and some people need six months or a year or two years. And so I wanted this platform where people could use the information and the tools and have lifetime access to it and go at their own pace. And so that's kind of how it all came about and then I and then last year I just piloted doing uh the men's group which is amazing and how's that been going have you gotten lots of response from that yeah the men are fantastic and they they it's it was a really big learning curve for me because they it's I had to I had to change some of the structure of the course because there were parts that they were way more interested in than the women were interested in and and they learned at a different pace it was really really interesting for that Um, which is a whole nother conversation, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, look, I, it's, they, they're just brilliant. They, they love it. And, um, I'm really enjoying seeing them go out there and put their own circles up and just the confidence It's the same as what, you know, for me, the circle facilitation is where it's a really interesting balm is it's a balm for confidence is that I watch people go through, which was my intention. And it makes me really, really happy when I see it because I'm, myself suffered from social phobia and from shyness and I had to really work through that 
Um, but that confidence where I'm watching people who first came to me and said, I, I, there's no way I'll ever be able to stand in front of a group of people and speak to people who are putting these groups up. I've got a person who's writing a book and someone else who's now doing um, public speaking and stuff, and it's great. And it's, it's happened because it's, it becomes this gateway where you realise that if I can do this and I'm so drawn to it and passionate about it and I can do it well, well, then I can do anything. Mm. Um, and I know that sounds so cliche, but it's, not to me. It's the it's the magic of circle. It's the magic of um, of really. Uh, it's just it's pure support and it's it's human connection and it's really solid human connection that's so important. Yeah, and it just feels like you make your way back to trusting yourself and that yes. confidence. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Thank you so much for chatting with me today, Imogen. Thank I've you. Wanted, I would feel like I could chat to you for hours. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I could too. I could too. <laughs> Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Imogen Bailey there on the magic of circle and support. You know, some of the key insights I got from that one, apart from like all of it, <laughs> Just reiterating that message that we purposely have to carve out time for connection. We've never been in a time like this before. There's so much knowledge available at the touch of a button, but not having human contact really erodes our self-confidence, our mental health, our well-being. It's so important for us. A huge distinction for me as well on the difference between getting together with friends for a wine and a chat or a coffee and a chat to intentional time set aside without coffee, alcohol, technology, you know, simple rituals, women's circle with boundaries where we don't offer that feedback. That was such an important um, take home for me. You know, that hyper competitive culture, we are trained to like, to comment, to give feedback. And it means, I think that's what gives women's circles that beautiful, loving support, those boundaries. Oh, boundaries, 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 all day long boundaries. We're also so paranoid and anxious in this day and age that we live in. There's so much fear around all of the things, politics, career, the earth, nature, you know, we just don't know what the hell is going to happen. And we have to remember that when we come together, I love that saying that she said, when we come together, we thrive alone, we survive. And I know what it's like to be in survival mode and I definitely don't want to live there. If you're curious to find out more and perhaps create your own women's circle, learn to facilitate with Imogen at imogenbailey.com or you can connect with her via Facebook and Instagram, Imogen underscore Bailey. I know I have certainly started since this chat with her. I signed up and am going through the facilitation process. I'm definitely going to explore more about how to facilitate women's circles. I think they're just so important. As always, thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate sharing your time and energy with me here. I know that there is probably a million things that you could be doing. So thank you so much for choosing to spend some time with me. And in the spirit of connecting women, I would love for you to share this episode with just one person so that we can spread the kindness, support and wisdom around. Till next time, big love. Big love.